It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. You're looking good in your wonderful t-shirt. My rock and roll rock, t-shirt. Uh, rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock That's and right. roll. And you're looking good in your blue blazer. Well, <laughs> thank you. Have you noticed I, I'm carrying the blue backpack you gave me for yes, my birthday? Yes, I have noticed that. fantastic, navy blue. I've never seen anybody more obsessed with a color than you. <laughs> Except for a woman that might be obsessed with pink. You're very obsessed with blue, and I like that. You know why? Why? Just to make you laugh. Why? Because my mom's eyes color are blue. Ah. But I'm just kidding you. That's cute, though. That's cute. That's what my mom told me when she was here a couple weeks ago. Mama's boy. Mama's boy. And this is where... (laughs) So listen, our show is all about dating and love and romance. Last night's show, we left talking about daddy's girls. Yeah. But then it led us into our last caller from last night who was talking about the fact that she has daddy issues. Mm -hmm. And I have, quote unquote, daddy issues. It's kind of an ugly tag that girls get sometimes. Um, Uh, A lot of girls do. If the fathers leave, if there's a bad thing going on with the parents, we're a girl with daddy issues. That means we're not going to be good in relationships, which I don't agree with. So just clarify, Angie, when you said you had daddy issues. Yes. So tell me why. Well, my father was never there. I don't remember my parents being together. They split when I was three. Mm -hmm. And then my mother remarried at six to a very abusive stepfather. Okay. And I'll get into that with you and how it shaped our relationships. Yeah, because I have a question about that. When we come back, I know we have to take a break. But I want to ask you what the consequences of this. How do you know right from wrong about men? That's a great question. the example you just had. That's a great question. Okay, cool. So we're going to talk about daddy issues. Girls... I know who you are, Daddy Issue Girls. I'm one too. We get that tag. It's not fair because it doesn't mean that we're crazy. It doesn't mean we don't know how to do relationships. And I'll tell you why oh, really? we know right from wrong when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're starting the show a little bit heavy tonight. Um, normally, love, happy, fluff, romance, dating. But in, in all relationships, there's always issues. These issues come from our past, our childhood. Um, Last night's show, we were talking about we were talking about girls who are daddy's girls, and so that kind of led into girls who are quote unquote have daddy issues, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm one of those girls. And I I said to you, you asked me how did the daddy issues start? Well, I don't remember my parents together. They split before I was three, right? And then my mom remarried. What I will say is an absolute abusive, horrible monster when I was six. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. No, it's all good. Thank you. Um, But that happened all through my adolescence. And so those were my daddy issues. I didn't have one, I guess. Right. Yeah. Which which is so unfortunate. But here's my question to you. Okay. The basis of what I've learned from my parents is kids learn how to love or how to hate, how to behave yes. or not behave yes. through the eyes of their parents. Mm-hmm. You, your father in the house is the is the ruler. He gives you the yes, he gives you the no. That was my house, at least. Uh, the right from wrong. Mm-hmm. If I follow your story, Angie, um, and any woman who had been labeled daddy issue, mm-hmm. how would you know right from wrong in a relationship? How would you know what's acceptable or not from a man? You know what's really sad? It, uh, first of all, Simon, that is a great question. Because if you've always been in that environment, how do you know what's right? Yeah, how do you know? It's sad to say, but I learned it from TV shows like the Cosby Show, Family Ties, these examples of healthy, amazing families. Uh I learned it from my friends who had parents who would hold hands, 
kiss over dinner, treat their children really well. I learned it from my grandparents who uh. gave me unconditional, amazing love and knew my struggle, um, but loved me. But there was still a part of me, um, even though my mother was very loving and told me she loved me and gave me kisses, there was a part of me that always felt like I was alone because you're not taking me out of this bad environment. Yeah, toxic environment. Yes, and so I felt abandoned by my mother in that way. Okay. Um, so it's just it was just outside examples. And you know right from wrong when you're a child. And when you see things happening that feel good and look good and you think, wow, it's kind of like if you um, grow up poor, which I did, and you watch Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. That's an old reference. But, yeah, you know, you know watch like, you know, something where you see rich people, you're like, God, that looks so great and it looks amazing. I would look at families in that way. Like that was Lifestyles okay. of the Rich and Famous to me was having mom and dad in this loving environment. And so I always knew that that's what I wanted. So my parents, in a way, being as absent and as negative on my development as, as it was relationship-wise, we're also a, an amazing example of what not to do. And so I just kind of did the opposite of everything. Like, I try to show my daughter with my husband and mm -hmm. me uh, a healthy relationship, examples like that. Can I ask you something? Yes. When you left home... Finally, to start your career at 16. Yes. Did you at 16? <laughs> did you feel free at last and yes. going back there? Oh my gosh, Simon, when you are um, a little girl at six years old who's done nothing wrong, and you're in a in an abusive home where you're always meant to feel like everything you do is bad. I couldn't wait to be a grown up. And I, my stepfather, yes. the evil stepfather, kicked me out at 16, and it was the greatest thing he did because finally I could be a grown-up. I couldn't wait to be a grown-up because in my mind, all I was thinking was, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to have the greatest life because everything was miserable. And, and, and you built that life, which is extraordinary, Angie. Really, from where you're from to where you are, I can only admire. All it was was just the, the desire to not live that way because I feel like people can either go left or go right. You can keep doing what you've learned, or you can say, this doesn't feel good to me. I need to do something completely different. So have you repeated any bad behavior from of your course. father? Of course. And which of ones? Course. Um, from him, from your father? Well, my father uh, is very bold, very brash. You know, it's why I have the personality I have. He's very fast with a complaint or an argument or whatever. If my husband and I are fighting, it's very vicious. And I get the fighting okay. technique from my parents. That I get. And I go for the jugular, which is not good. And now I am in therapy, thank you to you, who said, here's my therapist. And yeah, I met yeah. the most amazing therapist who ironically grew up very much like I did and can understand. So it's been amazing. Um, but thank you for asking. And I want to talk to our listeners about their experience yeah. being the daddy's you know, you have daddy issues. Are you the daddy issue girl? Like, I'm the daddy issue girl. I want to talk to our listeners when we come back, your, Simon. Your example is how you can also free yourself from the past. Well, because you did. You left home and everybody you never has went their back. Path. Everybody has their yeah. path. Everybody does. Let's go to the phones next. 855-905-8255 when we come back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we've been talking about girls with quote-unquote daddy issues. I hate that tag I, because I, makes, I feel like it makes all women that have had an absent father sound like they're, they're the problem. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it means, that you have some issue and that you carry a weight. Like right. You have baggages. You know, people say about 
We all have mom baggage. Was ba- that, that a terrible expression. It, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's life. Ba- I hate the term baggage, and Me I'm too. so glad you said that because I hate when people. I was a single mom. I do have daddy issues. I have baggage. It's not baggage. It's life. We all have life. Well we, said. We all have experiences. We all have trauma. Let's go to the phone and talk to our listeners with issues. I want to do that <laughs> <laughs> because I could talk all day about mine. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five on the line. Listening in Clearwater, Florida, on mix. 100.7. Here's Omar. Hey, Omar. Hey. Bonjour. Hello. Good Bonjour. evening. How's it going, Omar? It's going well. Um, Angie, I know that you just said you don't want to talk about your issues that much anymore. I just want to commend you because I feel like your approach to uh, issues, if you want to use that term, or life, if that's the term that we're using now, is very, very positive and constructive uh, where you kind of recognize the less ideal situation that you were born into and you didn't let that define your character. And I want to say, I feel like in my personal experience, most of the most interesting and most developed people that I've got to know have had maybe not the exact same situation growing up, but similarly unideal scenarios. Okay. Uh, First of all, Omar, you're very sweet for saying that, Mm -hmm. but I want to go back to why you believe that, or in your experience, people that have had that sort of traumatic life with maybe dad or mom growing up seem more resilient to you or seem more um, desirable even. Let me talk to you when we come back, okay? We got to take a quick break. Omar, please hang on the line. This is very interesting. It is. Okay. When we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we started out the show talking about girls with quote-unquote daddy issues, mm-hmm. which I hate because that tag, like you said, Simon, sounds like baggage, and I don't like that tag either. I don't either. This I is life. Like this is life. And we have our listeners that hung on the line. Thank you, Omar, for staying on in Clearwater, Florida, listening on Mix 100.7. And I want to know your experience because you were saying you were being very sweet and complimenting me on the adversity and getting through it. What I went through is not even comparable to what a lot of people have been through, but we all have our struggles. But you were saying there was something about a person who's been through that that's attractive to you. What are you saying when you say that? Uh, you pretty much just nailed it down. I think somebody who has had to deal with adversity, who has struggled, uh, especially early on in life, is somebody who has learned how to deal with life. Those are people that I tend to be attracted to because they tend to be very, very strong people, very interesting people. Self-sufficient a lot. Very sensitive people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Omar, I couldn't agree more. I mean, we all go through painful childhood, some more, some less. There's always something wrong. There's no perfect childhood. In the case of Angie, it's the sublimation. It's the fact that with crappy childhood, yes, she developed diamond in the future. So from terrible, bad objects from the childhood comes beautiful result as an adult. That's what I call the, the, the sublimation. By creativity, by hard work, those are the people who have change from terrible gift you received to beautiful things you're going to give to people you love. Mm. And that is sublimation. Interesting. Uh, Listen, uh, Simon, I like where you're going. And Omar, you touched on a really interesting topic. Simon, when we come back, I want to talk about how adversity can be a benefit 
in your relationship. Oh. If you've been through adversity. Adversity could, could be your don't, enemy yes. or your best friend. And don't be Depends. scared of the girl who has daddy issues. Don't be scared of the girl who has quote unquote baggage. Omar, and you nailed that. So thank you so much for your input. I really appreciate that. And yeah, taking the so stigma much. away. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Thanks for calling tonight, and we have more on that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We started the show so heavy because we're talking about, Simon, what I cannot stand is the label of a girl with daddy issues or a girl with baggage or or a guy with, you know, mommy issues or whatever it is. Yeah. Everybody has an issue, if we you want to call it We all have issue. issues and in- and it's not, life. There's no perfect childhood. This is life. Okay? C'est la vie. C'est la vie. It's life. It's what you learn from those experiences yes. that create the person that you are in relationships, in life, in, in your work, in as a parent. It's it's all sort of what you make of it, What you, the hands you're dealt. Absolutely. And there's another thing, you know, we just talk about, because you had a tough childhood. You have a first father and a stepfather that was very abusive. Yes, I'm going to tell you, you, you're a genius, Angie, and I've been with you for... Uh, I am uh, not a genius. No, he, Angie's genius. <laughs> Wait, can we isolate that? No. And can I have it so when my husband starts fighting with me, I can just replay, replay you're the... a genius, Angie. You're yes, a genius. Yes, and here's you're... why, Angie. No, here's why. <laughs> because any of us who has any trauma has two choices, resolve and evolve, mm-hmm. or repeat and suffer. Oh, okay. hey. That are the two choices. Don't get it twisted. There are times where I did repeat I know. And I had to learn. There there was a drug addiction from the pain. There were boyfriends that were abusive because it's all I ever saw. And then there was the, what the heck am I doing? But, this is my mom all over again, and I swore I wouldn't do this. But Angie, you genius is being honest. You genius is being able to always tell it like it is. You've never tell a story about yourself exaggerating or making it better. You just and that's why there is a form of of, of I would say extraordinary uh, love for life. Extraordinary love for life. Oh. Because you should be depressed all the time, you should be not able to work so hard, you should not be able to Where you from, Angie, to where you are? The truth sets you free. That's why you're so good on the microphone and that's why you're so good as wow. a friend also this because is you always you're so nice. No, you no, always listen. tell us the truth, Angie. Well, I've that's... never catched you once making your childhood better than it was. Simon, this is what I say to you about when you're dating, right? When you are texting with a girl and you're asking me like, oh my God, what should I say? I'm so nervous. Just be you because the you that you are is the most authentic you can ever be. And it's the most beautiful thing. And there's no other you. And we can always pretend to try to be someone else. I could have lied and said, hey, I had this blessed childhood and everything's great. No, that's not real. And I've prided myself. I've been on the radio for 22 years. And much to the chagrin of program directors and co-hosts and whoever (laughs) I've worked with, they're like, oh, my God, you're getting so emotional. You're talking about But this is life. And we have one to live and what can we learn from it and what can we help other people with i am no therapist neither am i exactly we're not therapists but we have some life experience and if whatever we've gone through we can share with you and it helps you know whatever simon's gone through whatever i have gone through whatever jill adam trisha jordan like whatever we've gone through if we can help you then 
we've done our job for the day. That's and it. That's all we can do. Even if we have relaxed you every night, we've, yes. we've done our job. Yes. But but I think, and, and you may agree, you might have some girlfriends that are not as direct. No. Like, I mean, because you no. are the most direct a, woman a, a I have percent. ever met. Because I've found that beating around the bush and holding things in and trying to sugarcoat things for other people has only led to resentment, and then I hold it in, and then I hold it in. And what happens when you hold things in? You become a powder keg, and you explode on people, Yes. and they say, where did this come from? But it's, this was building. and bu- I have to tell you what I think when I think it, so that you know, because I, I would be a liar if I come on the air and I'm this real and authentic, yeah. which yeah, is yeah, such yeah. an overused word. If I was being real, and I'm not being real you know, with everything, then you're not going to trust that what I say is the real thing. Okay. So I always have to maintain that. And, and she, if you're going to be real, be real. And one last question about this. Have you ever felt embarrassed to tell a new guy? Never. Wh- never. Never. Congratulations to you, Angie. Thank you. This Some, is who I am. Take learn, it or leave we it. We can all learn from you about this. Take it or leave it. I love it. And who cares? There'll be somebody that l- takes it if you leave it, Let, right? <laughs> we can all learn from Angie. And Taylor. that is a dating rule. Take it or leave it. Uh, this this is Angie it. says. Th- I, this I, one, I love it. I You've tr- always told me that. I truly believe that. Simon, when we come back, let's lighten up to the mood. Okay? Yes. We're going to do <laughs> date or, or dump. dump. That's our favorite segment from our email, simonandangie.com, when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're switching it up. We've been very heavy for the first uh, part of this show. So let's go into our favorite game, Simon. Date or or dump. dump. Not really a game because it's based on a real life story. Simonandangie.com. Send us an email if you need some advice on whether you should continue to date somebody or maybe they did something really weird and you're like, uh, I don't know if I should dump them. So, Simon. Mm-hmm, Angie. Isabella, listening on Y102.5 in Charleston, South Carolina, says, Hey, Simon and Angie. Hey. I caught my boyfriend sending messages to three different women on Instagram. The conversations were all pretty flirty, but he never asked them to meet up with him or anything Mm -hmm. like that. He says he does it for fun and that it's harmless because he has no intention on meeting up with them. But I'm not sure if I should believe him. Should I date or dump him? Simon, give me your answer. Isabella, first, thank you for uh, writing uh, to Angie and I this email. My instinct says dump. Thank you. <laughs> I can't believe Be- you even paused on that. No, Hi. Because, you know, I'm always on the side to try to find a second chance or find a no, reason for people to make this, mistakes. This fool deserves no second chance. So, yeah, and she said Three it. different women? Hi. It's like, isn't in baseball three times you out? Three, three strikes, strikes, boo. Well, exactly. Even one strike. Like, if you're flirting with some girl, that's a gateway drug, I feel like. I, I agree. So, I think Isabella has to dump him. The, the interesting thing of that this, this email that Isabella sent us is what's acceptable? What's acceptable to you, Angie? Same Not situation. flirting. Not, if it's done in the dark, like you always say, what's done in the dark will come to light or yes. one of your 87,000 amazing Simon <laughs> says, this is something that is not necessarily cheating, but it's the intent. It's the intent and it's sneaky and it's backdoor. And if your partner would frown on it, there's something wrong with it. I agree. Okay. So we both agree. And we, 100%. Dump. Dump. Isabella. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you for writing, simonandangie.com. You can send in your emails as well. We will answer any question you have. Indeed. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a little bit of a heavy, emotional, mm-hmm. relationship, childhood conversation earlier. So I want to keep things light and fluffy now, Simon. As it gets later in the night. Let's talk about, yes, it's later in the night. You're at the bar. You see a woman across the bar. You find her attractive, Simon. I know you've been in this situation. I have. You find this woman attractive. Do you ever buy women drinks when you're sitting at the bar? Do you say to the bartender, hey, whatever she's having, I would like to buy her a drink? Never. Because why? Because I present myself first. Thank you. And I, I go to the woman across the room, introduce myself, and start making conversation. And then I say, I would love to buy you a drink. Thank I do you. not send drinks expecting that she's going to come and say thank you. That trap, that trick is for losers. Ah, Simon Marcel. So if you have a little bit of elegance Speak and old school. For the people in the back, Simon, say it again. <laughs> if Why? you have a because it's for losers to just set a drink, expecting the woman to say thank you, and then start the conversation. If you're an adult man, you present yourself, you introduce yourself, yes. and then you yes. offer to buy the drink. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. this is like sending over your friend that's with you saying, do you think that my friend is cute? Because my friend wants to talk to you, but he doesn't know if you like him yet or not. So this is, uh, uh, I think, sometimes a trap. Most of the time, I think it's a trap. If you can't come up and say hi first. But I want to talk about this because we came across this, uh, across this article on Betches.com. And I love Betches. Hello. Uh, <laughs> why it's okay to accept a drink from a guy that you're not into. Mm-hmm. Or why guys do it in the first place. I feel like it's a cop-out. I feel like it's the, for men, the easy way out. It, it, uh, puts, well, it puts the responsibility on the woman to initiate a conversation when it really it, should be you. It forces it for the forces. woman, if she's cautious, to say thank you thank and then you. talk to you where and she wouldn't otherwise. I agree. But let's talk about this article. I want you to hear what they had to say. Yeah. And I want to hear if you agree with it, too. And we'll take calls. 855-905-8255. Do you take that drink from the guy at the bar? Yes or no? When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The question is, is it okay to accept a drink from someone you're not interested in? This happens to women a lot. Guys are like, hey, I'm going to buy you a drink. That's a big dude move, right? Mm -hmm. But what if you take it? Is there an obligation? I want to take your calls on this. 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, the reason I'm asking. Yes. You're a gentleman. You are a French romance man. Old school. Old school. And you which I agree with, said earlier, you think it's a cop-out a little bit. Like, it puts all the uh, responsibility on the woman to initiate a conversation. It's a trap and a trick. It is a trap and a trick. I'm going to pay you a drink so you come say hello to me first. Yes. Instead of, I'm going to come say hello to you first and then offer you the drink. Yes. So this article that I found kind of supports that theory. Um, But it says it's okay to take a drink even if you're not interested. Uh, This comes from Betches.com. I love Betches. So it says it would be one thing if I asked you to buy me a drink because then it's the woman saying, hey, will you buy me a drink? That's me, uh, you know, somehow saying that I'm, you know, interested in you and I would like you to buy me a drink and I'm I don't have money tonight and this is why I'm here. There's an alternative motive there. If you're not into the guy and you're asking him, will you still buy me a drink? Okay, Um, but that's For men, when you buy a drink for a woman, they're saying that's a risk you take when you decide 
to buy a woman a drink. Getting mad at the woman for accepting the drink that you willingly gave me in the first place and then leaving would be like investing in a startup that bombed and then getting mad for your startup bombing. So Mm -hmm. you can't expect... It's it's a cost risk. You're playing the stock market. This is a gamble. You don't know if she's going to be into you or not. So why don't you do what you said, Simon, which was... To go to the person you're interested in, introduce yourself, start a conversation, said, I would love to buy you a drink. After you've taken the risk of being rejected totally, or maybe she's she's with somebody, she has somebody, and you leave her alone. That's what a gentleman... It's the same thing than man who thinks to get to the ooh-la-la you know, we'll go through dinner. shopping bags, dinner, right. and then expect that that's the return. Well, it's the same idea. They send you a drink just to get a reaction from you so that they don't have the, the cojones to make the first step. The cojones. And let me tell you how they support that theory. They said, think about it. If the only thing you have to offer is the ability to buy me a vodka and tonic, what does that say about you? Like, if you can't catch my attention... And the first five minutes for you to actually get the bartender to notice you standing there waving your credit card, then you sound kind of lame and just save me the time. Uh, I think the only reason you could be mad would be if you bought someone a drink and she either was completely rude about it, intentionally dumped it on you or one of your friends, and that's it because it's a gamble. It doesn't mean I owe you anything if you buy me a drink because you decided to do that as a means to get the bartender to start the conversation instead of yourself. True. But if you are a 100% honest woman, whoever sends you the drink, look at him first. If say you're not interested, you. don't take the drink. Because So you're saying don't take it. No, I I'll say, always take a drink. Well, here's I'll it, always take a drink I'll, and I'll say thank you because I didn't ask you for that but, drink. But you don't have to take it either. You don't need if anybody somebody, to buy you the drink. If somebody gives me a $100 bill on the street, I'm going to say thank you and take it. I'm not going to expect that I have to sleep with him. Why are you giving me $100? But nobody gives for free anything unless it's family, friends, or like but people they love. But that's the risk you take as a man. But so don't don't start. It, this, so, this whole topic is don't start that way, which is what you said. Don't make that goes, your thing. If a guy offers that, you want something in return. That's not my obligation to give it to you, you but you, you offered me something for free. If you want to be a man and come up to me and introduce yourself and say hi, then let's have a conversation And I can say yes or no. But if you're going to be that guy that doesn't have enough cojones to come speak to me, I'm going to take whatever I want. See, I don't agree with this. I think you should only uh, reject it and then move on and have a great time. Okay. Well, let's talk. Let's see what our listeners have to say about this. Absolutely. Let's see. I'm probably, you know, not in the majority. No, that's okay. I want to know. I mean, because it happens to every girl. You're sitting at a bar. Maybe you're just with your friends. Maybe you're married. Maybe you're dating. Should you take a drink from somebody offering you a drink? You know what they want. And there's a difference in 20s and 40s about that, by the way. And you know what you, you know what they want as well. I've never turned down a drink. I've said thank you respectfully. Hi, I'm married, but I appreciate the drink. But let's see what other people have to say. Give us a call. 855-905-8255 when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are talking about this whole article, Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it okay to accept a drink Accept a drink from a guy that you're not that into? Um, is it okay to do that? Are you sending a message? But hey, dudes, you bought it. You didn't have the cojones to come up and say hello. So let's go to the phone. 855-905-8255. Listening in Gary, Indiana on 93.9 My FM in Chicago. Here's Malia. Hi, Malia. Hi. 
How's it ah. going? I love listening to 93.9. Like, I love this station. Thank you. Thank you very much, Malia. Thank we you. love them, too. Yep, we do. So, Malia, all right, you're a girl. How many yes. times has a guy, and I know any girl, it doesn't matter who you are, single, uh, married, whatever, guys will try to buy you a drink at the bar. How have you handled that? If you didn't like them, how have you handled it? I love gifts, and I still accept it. Even if I don't like them, I mean, I've been yes. at a club and I've been on a date and my friend went to like the bathroom and a guy approached me and he was butt ugly, but I still <laughs> Okay, so oh, why did you accept yeah, the yeah, drink? Yeah, yeah. And but let me ask, how did that go down? Did you say thank you? Did you talk to him for a minute? I mean, yeah, I said, thank you so much. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, thank you. You know, and just kind of shimmied my way through the crowd because it was kind of packed and just. Like, okay. All night, so. so what do you think if a guy does that if he that's his opening line first of all if he buys you a drink that's his opening line he didn't have the nards so how do you feel about that i mean like if i don't like him then yeah i don't care what you're saying if you're gonna give me something then i'm gonna accept but do you drop do you drop the i have a boyfriend or a, i have a something going on <laughs> at some point to know because he didn't ask me he just offered to give me a gift and i said thanks i wouldn't take more than one drink though i wouldn't take more than one okay simon has a question for you i can i can see simon like jumping up and down in his chair simon (laughs) i want you to ask that question i can see jill jumping up and down in her chair too i think jill feels the opposite simon i want you to ask malia malia can you hang on for one second i want him yeah okay great i want him i want simon you to ask malia your question when we come back uh, on the rendezvous with simon (laughs) and angie welcome back it's the rendezvous with simon and angie so Simon, the topic is, is it okay to accept a drink from someone you're not interested in? I mean, you don't have the nards to come up and say who you are. Hi, my name is so-and-so. We have Malia listening in Gary, Indiana. She said she'll take it because it's a free gift. I know you had a question for her. Yeah, Malia, I mean, don't you think you're taking advantage of a sucker? Don't you think, honestly, that a guy who doesn't have the cojones to come and he's too shy, he's too, too just too nerdy, too whatever. Yeah. And, and and you're taking advantage of that yes. because you know yes. he doesn't have it. Instead right. of uh-huh. taking the high road and not accepting the drink and say, thank you so much. It was nice meeting you. And that is good karma. Mm. Because when you take advantage of somebody who just want to... I feel like it would be more offensive to turn it down. No, no, no. That's just I, me. No, but, but Malia. that's the high road. Malia, what do you say to that? I honestly agree with Angie. I think it's insulting kind of just to say, no, no thanks. I'm not that into you. Like the guy's ego is going to be on the floor because he built himself up so much just to come over to me and ask me that. So it's like, well, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. And this is what you want to give to me. So I'm going to accept it. But I yes. I don't feel the same. Malia. But I appreciate. Yes. You know, let me, you let me tell you. Think. Let me tell you what happened, Simon. If mm-hmm. we say no, thank you. The guy's gonna be like, bitch. Yeah. Like, she's so she can't no, even no, be No, 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 Angie. There's a way oh, out of this. Oh, oh, oh what, what? What's the way look, out? Tell us. You look way at out. the drink and said, you know what? I don't drink alcohol. Finito. All right. You he can see, have. But oh, he I don't sees drink me vodka. sitting there drinking with my girlfriends. I'm drinking something else, and you don't have he to offend him. He sees me sitting there drinking with my girlfriends. What if I have a beer? What if but, I have a, a, an Angie, obvious cocktail? He the, knows that I'm drinking. The philosophy is: it's a moral point of view, guys. I'm trying to make is that 
somebody makes the mistake because he's not courageous enough to come say hi, you take advantage of him by taking the drink. But Jill is jumping up and down in her chair. I feel like uh, she agrees with has, you. Oh, good. Yes. Somebody and, has to. Yes, I, I want her to back you up because I want to hear the other side of it. Malia, you and I are Stand on the same by, page. Malia. You and I will go out and let dudes buy us drinks all day. That's no, fine. You will not. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for calling. <laughs> Thanks for calling the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going to get the other side of the coin when we come back next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This has been a controversial topic. Yes. Ladies, you're at a bar. You're with your girlfriends. You're not into meeting anybody. Maybe you're married. Maybe you're dating. Maybe that guy down the way is not your type, and he wants to buy you a drink. Bartender says, hey, Johnny Slapnuts down here at the end of the bar wants to buy you a drink. Do you take it or not? I say take it. He didn't have the nerve to come up and even introduce himself first. That's the risk you take, Simon. You disagree with me. And I, I, Jill is hopping up and down here. I said don't take it. Don't take advantage of a sucker. Be also a lady and take the high road, which means you don't need him to buy you a drink. You know you're not interested in him. Right. Send him back. Right. Courteously, nicely. I, I almost not, feel like it's rude to say, no, I do not want your drink, star. You, you don't have to say it like this. Say, you know what? Thank you so, so much for thinking of me. But, but he I, doesn't come over and give you the drink. It's always the bartender. Well, then the bartender says, said, that's not, that's not my drink, and so I don't drink. And you, you get out of it easy. Okay. And then that helps the guy too. Jill, what do you have to say about Jill, this? Jill, our so, producer, executive producer on this show, what do you think? I would say, oh, just tell him I said no thank you. Because like really, a drink for me is not worth my time. And you know, if you accept the drink, the yes. guy is going to come over and yes. talk to you. Yes. So if you're going to pay $6 or 12 or whatever it is to have my conversation, no, I'm not interested in you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want your drink. I don't want everything. That to do is with true. You. you are indebted to a yes. conversation. And that's what's shady. And this is what I'm saying about men. And Simon, you were saying this too about having that be your opening line. You know. That if you buy someone a drink, they're either going to come say thank you or feel indebted to a conversation of some sort. Why don't you just come over and say hello and find out what my status is or measure because or gauge my level of interest? It takes somebody who is very little cojones and character to send a drink to somebody he doesn't know. But it exactly. takes also one of little character to accept the drink from somebody she doesn't yes. know if she's not interested she's, because she, you're not for sale. You're leading him on then. And and what I liked about Jill's so point we owe is you that something? she said, my time is not for sale. We for owe you something for a $5 vodka? The courtesy to say to speak to the thank you. Okay, he's going to come to you thank instead you. of... Thank you for the vodka. But you took advantage there. No, I did not. Yes. And no, at the same time, you're the one that offered it. If I buy a lottery ticket, like I said, it's you like buying a lottery it. ticket. Yeah, you pay for I it. I pay for it. It's your, it's your ticket. I know that there's a very big chance I am not getting a return on this. That's the risk you take. Um, nobody owes you anything oh. for a $5 glass of alcohol. Uh, but, but if you want to start with that, then that's what you start with. It's, How about you don't start with that and then don't waste your money and then you know exactly what's going on. I agree. I don't think men should do that. I've told you. I, yeah, I agree. Right. But also men who do that are shy. There's a bit of also suckers. There's guys who don't know how to talk to women. Get on OkCupid. Okay start, you know, well, online dating. Chit-chat. Listen yeah, to our show. Like that, whatever it takes. But I think that for us adults making a living really... I love what Jill had to say. I love what you had to say. It was interesting too. But I think when she said, my time is not for sale, don't buy me six bucks or 12 bucks. My I don't time even have is to not say for sale. Right. So, but then, so don't try to buy it but he, with a cocktail. We agree. But don't don't say no. Thank you. So and what, 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 as what a we married agree? woman, you should never say yes, by the way. Never. My, uh, 
hey. Angie? I don't know. You know it. My husband might say, listen, we have bills to pay. Take a free drink when you get a free drink. I don't know. but I don't think he would say that. But he also knows that I would never go the extra mile. But I know that, too. I agree with what you're saying. But in, at the bottom of it all, don't have that be your opening line. The cocktail is not the opening line. If you take from a sucker a drink, I feel very dignity dignified. goes down. Girl, I'm going to cross my legs with my red bottoms on and be like, hey, thank you for the cocktail. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we yeah, differ Angie. on that, but we both agree. Don't make that your opening line. That I agree 100%. Because then you're trading something. It's a barter, and it should never be a barter. It should never, dinner should never have an expectation of Agreed ooh la la at the end. A, 100% a drink should never have an expectation of this is going to be my girl. That don't make that your opening line. If you if you start trading goods for services, that's what your relationship is. Angie, you have a double standards on this one. I absolutely, <laughs> okay. absolutely, well, I then, do. And this is why I've never fine. bought a man a drink I'm interested in because I don't expect anything in return. But you took drinks from somebody who yeah. was interested in you. Well, hey, that's... I'll I'll buy you the drink. I'm a girl. It's, I can do what I, I want to do, and then I'll tell you you're wrong for doing what you want to do, Simon. We have more of the Rendezvous <laughs> aye, aye, aye. when we come back. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simonandangie.com is also our website. If you missed any of our discussions, which I hope you didn't, we talked. We had a very heavy first hour talking about yeah, daddy issues. We did. I don't like the daddy issues tag the same way I don't like the baggage tag, which we talked about. You know, like women have daddy issues, men have mommy issues, or we have whatever issues or baggage. That's not a tag that I like. Simon, you had a great Simon Says for all that. Yeah, thanks, Angie. I said it's never about baggage. It's about life. It's life. La vie. Life. Who has the most perfect idyllic life? Nobody. Nobody yeah, has. Nobody. It, it, from the first day you're on this earth to the last day you are, you accumulate experiences, ups and downs, sorrows, smiles, and tears. And that's families and friends and breakup and ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends and so on. Yes. Partners. And everything has, la vie. everything has shaped you into the human you are today and how you deal with relationships in your life. It's yes. from your life, not from your baggage. It's no. just life. Yes, exactly. Okay? And we also talked about accepting drinks from someone you're not interested in. We had a very big disagreement. You don't want to miss it. By the way, if you missed that argument that Angie and I and our producer Jill talked about, go to simonandangie.com. Listen to the podcast, the whole show, because this is th a great, great show and a great I think point. we should do a poll. Should we do a poll? Let's do a Twitter Let's, poll. Yeah. Let's do a Twitter poll. Twitter, okay. If you're not interested in someone that sends you a drink, should you accept it? Yes or no? That's going to be our poll. So go to Twitter, Simon and Angie on Twitter. Also, Simon and Angie on Facebook, Instagram. Check us out on social media. Thank you for being with us tonight. We will chit-chat with you tomorrow on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.